Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Uh, Pastor is on the line with us. We're talking gifts of the spirits, talking particularly um, in relation to signs and wonders, which uh, you generally get one of two responses. Either people embrace them eagerly um, or they they just have an attitude uh, because of the, of the misunderstanding standing of of what it means and how it's actually meant to work and oh phew, i need to i need to put this out on podcast because if you didn't hear the first 25 minutes of this you need to but we're continuing um pastor b i'm so sorry i know i had to cut you short earlier there uh, but there was something that yeah. you really wanted to get out so please the floor is yours um um no 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 no, no. i think because we started speaking mainly about preaching the gospel mm-hmm. as opposed to um, as opposed to debating the gospel debating the gospel or explaining I, the gospel and on and on I, I actually um, had, yeah I had a question right yes I'm just thinking about somebody who might be listening and already thinking about the next step, right? Yeah. So I'm picturing you as the 13-year-old at the Caltech's garage. 13 people have just gotten saved. Um, they've given yeah. their life to the Lord after hearing what you had to say. And they ask the question, what do I do next? What now? I'm not They. Sorry, sorry. Please say it again. They are now Christians. They've prayed. They've prayed the prayer. They've accepted Jesus Christ into their into their lives as Lord and Savior, and now they ask, "What now? Like, what must happen? What must I do? Uh, what do I do next?" Yeah, you, and and I think answering the question for them, like, "What? Oh, what do I do next with them?" Uh, yes, so they they essentially asking you the question. Great, I've received this Jesus. What does it mean for me now? What do I do? Is there anything I need to do next? Yeah. Where do I go? What happens now? What does this mean? Yeah, and and often they they will not ask you. Oh, okay. Uh, often they will they will not ask you what do I do now, um, but but I think the situation will ask you what now, yes. and I think. What now is you have to plug them into a church where they can grow mm. because they're going to need to have relationships that help them to grow as as new believers. Yeah. Um, um, and, and I guess you may want to give them new, you know, uh, things to read and things like that. But but people don't don't normally do too much of that on their own, right? Because they yeah. just will carry on with their lives and the devil will steal the word that was sown. Yes. So so you certainly want to go with them and say, come with me. Which now, let's let's go back to this. Yes. You remember how how we, we've often, how we made the distinction between preaching the gospel mm-hmm. and debating the gospel. Indeed. Debating the gospel is trying to get someone to to agree with you or to start to think like you or to, you know, to see that you have it the right way. And then when they agree, then you lead them to, to pray. Mm-hmm. It's often not very successful. Yeah. But 
and and besides that, it's not very biblical. Mm. Um, I know we had Apostle Paul debate with them, and but you've got to check the context. If you check how Jesus sent them out, if you check what they were saying in the book of Acts and on and on, you'll realize that he sent us to, to tell them about Jesus, mm-hmm. pray for them, and what happens in that situation is they immediately follow you. Mm-hmm. And you are able to lead them to wherever they need to to, to find uh, spiritual growth. Now, now, let me go back to the example I gave you. I had adults kneeling down before I said kneel down to receive Jesus in the street. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's very easy after that to say, I'd like to meet with you next week, Tuesday, because there's something like this. Who can come with me? And it's amazing how many started going to to um, to the church down the road. Yeah. Right, because you want to plug them in so that they, they, they can grow. They need to hear the word. They need to be taught even about what just happened. Yeah. They need to learn more about this Jesus. They need to know how to pray. They need to know how to read the Bible. They need to know how to study the word. And and that happens in a context of fellowship. So you certainly want to see them plugged into a church where they can be taught and grow. Hmm. And right. and now and now I say it again because because this is this is this is the it's it's just it's so small yet so big. Yeah. If you come to someone and say I believe something. Give me your problem so I can take it to my Jesus who is alive. Now, that person will immediately want to follow this that you believed in, that that you came and introduced to them. Mm. It's so much easier. Yeah. Now, there are sometimes when we debate people into it, and then we say, say the sinner's prayer, and somehow if we get it right, they say it. Mm. But after that, they don't follow. Yeah. Follow that which has has been said to them, and often they won't follow you to there, right? Mm. They just receive Jesus, and then they're gone on their way. Mm. It's amazing that when you win people with love, they're more open to hear you when you say, "Please come with me to to church on Sunday." Yeah. Uh, come join. Come with me on Wednesday. It's the most amazing thing, and only when you walk in it, you realize it. But you realize also, this is Jesus' pattern when he says, go and make disciples. Mm. Right? And then he says, teaching them. How do you make disciples? This is how you make a disciple. You tell them what you believe in. You take their problems to God. And that process, already starts them saying, okay, I'm letting you take my problem to your God. They have already started following you. And now you can lead them to Jesus. You can lead them to spiritual growth. You can lead them to further things. And and I think I don't want to just leave it there. I want to say this. Jesus said, believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So here's what happens. When Bonola lays hands on the sick, they recover because she's a believer. When I lay hands on the sick, they recover because I'm a believer. That's what Jesus promised us. Yep. And this is where we find so much excitement. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is a part of, of the gospel that many believers have not experienced. Um, I tell that story. It's, it's one of my favorites because I was 14 years old. But I've seen this throughout my life. And I think many people say, yeah, it's because you're a pastor. But you weren't a pastor at 13. I wasn't then. They'll mm-hmm. say, yeah, but you had the calling. That's true. But, <laughs> but, but that's not why it happened. Mm. The reason why I have more testimony about recovery, which include HIV, I'm still waiting now to add a COVID testimony. Right? <laughs> that's a new one. Yeah. The reason why I have many testimonies of healing is because I've laid my hand on many people. Right? Yeah. If you if you've laid your hand on zero, well I'll tell you what your your testimony sound like. They zero percent. Yeah. Because and most believers do not have testimonies of healing, which is why some people take advantage of it. Yeah. Most believers do not have a testimony of signs and wonders, which is why some people take advantage of it mm-hmm. and use signs and wonders to lead people anyway. But it's because the average Christian is not involved. See, people should be meeting Christians, anyone who works with a believer, should know that when there's trouble, that you run to this person, they will take your problem to the Lord. I I have uh, someone I worked with, mm-hmm. and they they were recovering from a um, a uh, a situation where their body was paralyzed, sure. and so all their muscles used to shake. Mm-hmm. So I told them about Jesus. I told them I believe he's alive. I told them I believe he answers my prayers. I laid hands on them and I spoke to the nerves in the name of Jesus. Now, here's the thing. I was only telling them about Jesus to explain my my reasoning for why I believe I can take their problem somewhere. Yeah. Now, this is different from I'm telling them about Jesus so they can know they are wrong and I've been right all along. That's true. See, now, there's no, there's no cause for debate. I'm just explaining to you how I want to take your problem somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'd <laughs> like, whatever, man. You, if you're going to take my problem somewhere, I will listen to you about what's the basis for you taking my... So I told them about Jesus. I laid hands on them and carried on working. Two weeks later, they come to me and they're holding a glass of coffee, uh, a mug of coffee, yeah. And they say, can you see what happened? I said, no. What, what, what happened? Because I prayed and walked away. Now, some, some, see, the, the, sometimes people, that's why I'm stressing so much what my role is. Yeah. My role is to explain Jesus and love people. Yeah. His role is to heal them. Yeah. Have they all gotten healed? I don't really care about that because I can't heal people anyway. What am I going to be doing accounting on something I can't do nothing <laughs> about anyway? Yeah, so you can't say 10,000 healed because <laughs> it's neither yeah. here nor there. It's neither here nor there. My, I can tell you they, I have succeeded to convince them I love them. Yeah. And so, so, so this person, I mean, I spoke to them and I've forgotten on with my life. And then they asked me a few weeks later, can you see I'm holding a mug? You're holding a mug? How, 
what's that about? Don't you know? Didn't you know? See, I was too shaky. I wouldn't have held a mug. I would have been burning myself. Oh, really? Yes, my nerves have recovered in the last two weeks. Now, now then I stopped seeing this person. Yeah. And, and um, two years later, two years later, uh, I keep getting these missed calls, and they call me and they say, listen, we, I just gave birth. Mm-hmm. And because of the trauma of giving birth, my nerves collapsed again. Sure. And I have been calling you because I know you will seriously talk to them. Oh, my God. Funny enough, they, they don't even say they're calling me because I will heal them. But I'm calling you because when I'm in trouble... You come to mind as someone who cares about my problem enough to do your thing. Sure. Like, it's the love that people chase. Mm. It's the love that we rob them of. Sure. Wow. And the signs and wonders is a wonderful testimony that their nerves re- and of course I spoke I spoke to her her nerves again. But this is also the interesting thing that this person from the time we stopped working, anytime they have to make a spiritual decision, they call me and ask me. Wow. And I, I've even got them going back to their old church. Spoke to them about doing that and they did it because there's someone who loved me, because they love me, I will listen to them. Because people don't care how much you know until, until they, they know, know how, how much, much you care. You care. Oh, man. Oh, this has been so good. Oh, oh man. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sure I speak to everyone who's listening when I say this. This has been phenomenal. Um, wow. Sure. Yes. And I think that's the thing about it is that freedom is in the air and you're reminding us once again as god has been saying and maybe we didn't get it before but we definitely get it today love never fails never and yeah. and and this has been such a, a reminder pastor bonsai revival show i'm gonna add that in going forward <laughs> thank you so much because you you can sense a revival i can up, sense the revival yes <laughs> 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 I can sense revival. Pastor Bonza Revival Show, thank you so, so much. Have an awesome, it's a pleasure. awesome weekend. Where can people find you? My goodness. They can find us on Facebook, Revival Bonsai Shongwe, and every other, every other platform. Um, and and we, we are available. I'm going, I, you know what? I need to play this again next week. On Wednesday, people need to hear that. This is this is just so good. Thank you so much, much appreciated, and may the good Lord continue to bless you and grow you in every way. This has been freedom uh, received in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on six five seven a.m.